Oh. Well, I was just being a kennel over at this guy's house over here. Right. Well, I mean, there's no BK on board my Ark. What? There's no Black Bear Diner. What? There's no milkshake machine, so I don't think you'd be really interested in it. No no milkshake machine? Is it not working like McDonald's? Oh. <laughs> right. No ice cream available. It's the McDonald's machine. Oh. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a sugar product? Jeff, the cream will rise to the top for oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 372 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother. The scientific podcaster. The dude that's wearing flannel? It's cold in here. Scott, Scott, say hello. Hello. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this is my trusty axe, babe. <laughs> Scott, take three on this week's podcast. But hey, we're going to get through it. I swear. We are. Uh, your computer, depending, we will make it through the beginning of this episode. If this computer makes it through this weekend, I'm going to be shocked. It's limping along, literally limping to the finish line before you put a bullet in it. <laughs> I'm going to be like the guys from Office Space. Oh, you're going to go ham on that thing with bats. Uh, who is it? The the Ghetto Boys? The music that they played in the background? I think it was Ghetto Boys, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. But we'll get through it. We'll get the show out this week and everything else. How are you doing, dude? What else is new? Uh, let's see. It's been raining like crazy. I'm sure everybody's heard about the crazy California weather. So uh, I have an arc build going on. Uh, normally in an arc, you would want to put two of every animal, but I'm not down with that. I am down with wrestling figure and Detolfs, though. Can I come? No. Oh, gosh. No. I, I'll bring my Detolf. It's, no. <laughs> it's more of a Karyo cabinet that's about two feet tall, but I'll bring a. I'll bring one. No. No. KBW. It, it's okay. Oh. Um, you stay behind. I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh. Well, I was just being a kennel over at this guy's house over here. Right. Well, I mean, there's no BK on board my Ark. What? There's no Black Bear Diner. What? There's no milkshake machine, so I don't think you'd be really interested in it. No no milkshake machine? Is it not working like McDonald's? Oh. <laughs> right. No ice cream available. It's the McDonald's machine. Oh. Exactly. Oh, so... So, so you should probably stay behind... I know Jeff has that really comfy kennel with the nice big pillow inside. Well, it is kind of comfortable. It's molded to my body. Well, yeah, now you used it so much. Memory foam. <laughs> I didn't buy you memory foam. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I would never buy you memory foam. <laughs> you get my old, uh, my dog that passed away three years ago. You get his dog bed left over. Still got fur on it. <laughs> yeah, KBW. Enjoy, Not though. <laughs> Thank you. He doesn't feed me after a certain time. He's afraid I'm going to turn into a gremlin or something. <laughs> he said he saw it in a movie, and now he won't feed me or give me water. So, Jeff, there's that little bowl that clips onto the front of the, the cage to the kennel. 
and you fill it with water for so you don't even fill that with water for KBW? No, he's gonna have to go to the bathroom during the night. I don't want to be woken up. Uh, gotcha. I'm not opening that cage for him. Yeah, exactly. I got kittens to deal with. That's bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, kittens and KBW. The hell kind of operation are you running over there, dude? <laughs> I know, I know. But yes, you are correct. We are in the middle of some storms going on out here. Um, today it kind of lightened up. Last night was pretty bad, but uh, yeah, we'll get through it. Dude, there was some thunder that popped off last night. Literally pulled me out of my sleep. It sounded like a cannon went off right outside my window. Are you sure it wasn't you snoring? I mean, it's possible, but the noise was still happening when I was awake. By the way, if Shannon's listening to that, she will laugh hysterically. Oh yeah, you definitely popped Shannon with that one. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, I probably did. Dude, there have been times when I've been like pulling in a deep snore and I'll wake up <laughs> and I'm still doing the inhale for the snore. And I'm like, whoa, that's how I sound. <laughs> Oh, you need to get that chip implanted under your chest, dude. Yes, the implant CPAP machine. Yes. I'm going to have to look into this. No, it's an implant. It's like breast implants. <laughs> anyway. If you would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable. Instagram, Fully Posable, WF. P. And if you want to go back and listen to any of our old shows, just do a Google search or head on over to Podbean and search Fully Posable. Please rate and review and follow us and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable WFP at gmail.com. All right, Scott, we're just going to get right into the news, man. Right into it. It doesn't matter what we purchased, what kind of cool toys we got. We're going to bypass all of that. And go right into news. All right. So let's start off with a little bit of controversy that started up this past week. So the Major Brothers actually reached out to Sean Ng regarding some contract status that he had with the Los Conquistadors and the Haste and the Haystack Calhoun. Haystack Calhoun, I meant to say. Specifically the trademarks for them. The trademarks for him. Sean does have the trademarks for Haystacks Calhoun and the Conquistadors. However, what came to light was that there was going to be no monetary value kicked back to the family for the figures. So the gentleman that played the Conquistadors and Haystack Calhoun's families would not be seeing any money from the figures being sold. So I will read to you what Sean posted on Facebook. Several hours ago, KWK Branding Company posted a statement in regards to the status of the trademark of Los Conquistadors and Haystacks Calhoun. After discussing this with distribution partners, we have decided to pull the plans to release those three figures until Jose Estrada Sr., Jose Luis Rivera, and the estate of Haystacks Calhoun agree to sign with KWK Branding Company. In the meantime, we will not be releasing those figures in the Kayfabe Heroes line. All images of Los Conquistadors and Haystacks Calhoun, including the figures, and their images will be removed from all social media platforms. We will be actively pursuing an agreement with those three intellectual properties, and we appreciate everyone's feedback on the matter. Until then, the figures will not be released to the general public. Upon signing, KWK Branding Company will be happy to relinquish the trademarks of the three entities to the wrestlers and the estate. Due to the current situation, we have decided that joining Kamala in a lineup of KWK Kayfabe Heroes Series 1 will be PN News, Mantar, Yoshitatsu, 
Because of this, our scheduled pre-order will be delayed. We have sent to our distributors the contractual agreements between the wrestlers, the representatives of the wrestlers, and the KWK brand to show that the authorization of which we have been granted to have their figures released. Videos from the wrestlers providing the statements will be shown when we receive them from the wrestlers. So, that is a little news regarding the controversy that popped up this past week. Was it right? Nope. Did Sean Ng go in and fix the wrong? He did. So, until further notice, until the Conquistadors and Haystacks Calhoun have been signed, those figures will not be released. And knowing us wrestling figure collectors, we're probably bugging them. Hey, can we... Hey, can we get those prototypes? Yeah, K- KBW's already on his keyboard. Ing! Anyways, so Sean went in and he corrected the wrong, made it a right, and now he's redone Series 1, and now off to the races of getting Mantar, PN News, Kamala, and Yoshitatsu. Yeah, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that he can work out an agreement with the states of Los Conquistadors and Haystacks Calhoun. I mean, at the end of the day, if those figures do get released and the right deal is signed, everybody wins. We as figure collectors, Sean, because it's his line and it's now successful, and the estate gets money from the figures. It's a win-win-win, and that's ultimately what I'm hoping for because, like you said, Jeff, his figures look fantastic. And as far as I'm concerned, Series 1 is super strong out of the gate. And if he can work something out with the estates of Los Conquistadors and... Uh, Haystacks Calhoun, Series 2, you've already got three names announced. That's already starting off super strong. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it all works out. Sounds like you like this Series 1 better than the original lineup. Because of PN News. And we've already seen the images of Kamala. You know, it's not completely finished yet, but we're almost there. And I'm excited from what I've seen so far. So Series 1 is very strong. Of course, you know, the shining star in that one is definitely PN News. My opinion. Well, I don't know. I saw the sketches of Mantar. Holy crap. <laughs> With the mask, too? That's going to be awesome. I know, I know. Foco, superstar Billy Graham has been announced for the next bobblehead. Pre-orders will be going up here shortly, but superstar Billy Graham is in their lineup. 70s look. Yes, yeah, 70s look of Billy Graham. Yeah, he's got like red tights, red boots, but it's the, the longer hair superstar Billy Graham. Uh, who you might be hearing a little bit later on in the show in the nostalgia segment. But yeah, if you like that older 70s look, Superstar Billy Graham, this bobblehead's for you. All right, let's head over to FTC Figures Toy Company. They showed off a new entrance stage. Two breakable screens on it. It said, customize what is shown on the big screen. Each stage will come with a variety of cards featuring exclusive artwork that you can slide into the video wall for display. The stage is $130, and you can find that over at figurestoycompany.com. Yeah, and the images on the cards, it's it's nobody specific, uh, but they kind of look like current day stars, but they aren't. Uh, for example, one of them shows uh, Triple Nate. A Triple Nate. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, Flowman Gaines. Oh, I saw uh, Mange McMahon. Mange, Mange McMahon was another one. Yeah, and uh, Hurt Ankle. Yes, exactly. So they're not per se current day superstars, but you could pretend with a great imagination, you can pretend that's who's on the screen. But it is a badass entrance stage. I do like it. FTC always hits a home run with those accessories, the, the sets, the rings. They do all that right. So definitely go give it a look. I would like to take a quick moment 
from us over here for those horrible jokes that we just told regarding hurt ankle and mange mcmahon i apologize to everyone those were bad i'm not apologizing for triple nature that was pretty good actually well done that's like that's like me at wrestlemania dude triple nature all right, Mattel, let's go over to the Wrestling Figs message boards. There are some good questions over there. Let's start off with The Man. Themen? says, oh, there is no space, so it's Themen. Oh. Themen. Oh, he must have been reading the Thesaurus. Themen. Steve, I understand if you can't comment on this, but I would thought I would take a shot. You said your biggest accomplishment of 2022 would be shown at WrestleMania in 2023. The Steiners were already announced, so was it the Steiners, or is it something else we don't know about yet? Steve said, it's something else, and it's a personal big victory to set expectations. Everyone's other personal opinions may vary, of course. Hmm, the wheels are turning. So is it a name? We know that Steve likes to pull figures in that maybe didn't have a home in a line before, for example... The King Harley that ended up being a unicorn in a lot of people's collections because nobody could ever find him. But he basically found him stashed away and was like, oh my, like, look at this thing. Why hasn't it been made yet? They're like, well, we didn't have the right place for it. Steve found a home for it. So is it a name? I think it's a series because Steve has actually been talking on the figs message boards lately about something big is coming. And he says he's, he's dropped hints where he said it's personal big victory. And I think... This is what he's talking about right here. Okay, so... I think it's a series of figures that are coming out soon. Do we have any series that are set to expire? Legends Uh, have been going for about a year and a half, two years, right? Ruthless Aggression. Oh, that one's coming to an end? That one's coming to an end soon. Ah, okay. Man, you think it could be a crossover set? Kind of like the the WWE Motu? I don't think it will be a crossover. It's a personal big victory from what Steve said. That's what Steve said. That's what Steve said. Okay, (laughs) so you're going to go with series. I like where you went with that. So, yeah. So it's not going to be a name. It's going to be a series. I agree with you. Okay. Hopefully we'll find out at WrestleMania. Fingers crossed. Next question comes in from Slapnuts World. Slapnuts, just go around cup checking everybody. In a world of hitting people in the balls, (laughs) Slapnuts. I like what you did there. Did you have to like go to the diaphragm to bring that I out? Did. I did. I did. I tightened up my tummy. Your tummy's all Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> what abs? <laughs> Slap Nuts World said, Steve, could you confirm slash say if the next crowdfunding project will have more than two tiers and if it will include an early bird special? Thank you. Can't wait to see what it is. Steve said yes to both. Hmm. Well, my wallet's going to be shedding some tears. Oh, I see what you did. There's a pun in there. There was. So it's it's going to be like the other one. The first one, right? The first one is like 250 right? Yeah. A little more after shipping or whatever. And it had the early bird, Macho Man. Correct. It had, the, it had the ring skirts. It had the diesel. And it had the doink. So, yeah, it'll be just like the other one. And I love that. I, I love all of it. Like, I'm going to be in day one. Seeing what they did with that new gen set, no brainer. I'm 100% on board. More than two tiers. Are they talking about the Tower of Doom? Remember that cage? That would be so awesome if they made that. But could you imagine the sheer size of that thing? How Uh, large that would be? I don't even want to think about it. Oh, it'd be so awesome though, dude. And you know a lot of figure photographers would be having a blast with that thing. 
And it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, they did give us a War Games playset. True. Very true. I mean, I don't think that they would do that for a crowdfund, but man, how cool. It would be so cool if they did. Next question comes in from Undesirable to Undeniable. Any WCW Ultimates or Elites coming relatively soon? Steve said, of course. (laughs) That's what Steve said. That's what Steve said. Next question comes in from HCTP02. He said, on the amount of reveals being showcased at Access, is there going to be quite a bit to show? Steve says, our WrestleMania reveal should be comparable to what we usually do at events like this. So temper expectations. It's not going to be a Comic-Con haul, but there will be a lot of surprises. I'm going to guess they're going to show the Steiners, dude. Uh, yes, I agree with that one. I think they're going to have early, early prototypes. At least prototypes. Yeah, I mean, maybe not the painted ones since they did just announce them. And I think Steve said it takes, what, like nine months to get them produced? He said around a year. Actually, they might have gotten those contracts a while back. Fingers crossed that's the case because, yeah, then WrestleMania, we might see finished product. Next question comes in from Dixol. Dixol? Did did I just get trolled? (laughs) Are there yet, or will there be, any plans to release a Coliseum Collection Slingum Flingum ring? Hmm. Scale ring, I should say. And is there any consideration for any future rings to not use elastic ropes to avoid them getting stretched loose? Maybe... (sighs) Loose. Maybe using the same material as the WrestleMania ring cart ropes. Steve said no specific ring is in the works. Given these are ultimates... The new gen ring or any future reskins will have to suffice. The ring cart rope material was briefly rolled out to some basic rings, but they didn't hold up to play. So we reverted back to the old style. Well, you know what they could do is they could do the the ring skirts. Remember like on the old LJN ring, you had those stickers you put on the side and it looked like basically the the ring skirt yep. and it had like people along there. I think that'd be, I don't know if those images are trademarked. I really have no idea. But if if Mattel could go do one of those ring skirts and have the same images that LJN had, I think that'd be a great callback. And it would be a really cool thing to include with the Coliseum collection. We gotta ask Nate ring skirts to see if he ha- if he could make that for us. Ooh. Put it on the new gen ring. Yeah, I wonder if he could. That'd be awesome. Nate. <laughs> help. Help. We'll send KBW over to help you. <laughs> Don't threaten Nate. <laughs> threaten him with a good time i'll tell you this guy's a party over here anyway yeah he's a party all right next question comes in from sean scga sean said hey steve not sure if this is asking too much right now but what should we expect price-wise for the next crowdfunding project should we expect above the price of the new gen arena or will it be around the same thanks in advance steve said it'll be more than the new gen arena Yeah, that's to be expected, right? The last one happened around, gosh, I want to say it was August of 21. And look at everything around you has gone up in price. So even the the Mattel wrestling figures have gone up in price. So it only makes sense that, you know, if the last one was $249, you can expect this one to probably be like $299. Yeah. But it's going to be worth every penny. Next question comes in from Red Devil. Looking forward to seeing the rest of the Jerry Lawler retro bundles revealed at WrestleMania. Is it confirmed yet that Mattel Creations will have further retro waves in 2024 and beyond? Steve said, oh yeah. Oh, okay, wait a second. There's more in the works. That's what Steve said. 
Uh, that's what Steve said. So that's that's good news for the retro collectors, but was, oh yeah, tipping his hand to a potential name in the next set. Oh, dropping a little Easter egg. I see what you did. Next question comes in from CTM814. He said, Steve, Coliseum line. <laughs> Very to the point. Right to the point. So uh, this is regarding the Coliseum line. Should we be worried about redone figures? Hogan had a new look and clothing style. Rick, Jake, and Funk, and he's put in parentheses, not much you could do of done with Funk, and parentheses, but the rest. Can we get new looks that haven't been done and line up on these? Unless it's like Funk or Sergeant Slaughter, where you don't have much of a choice. Just believe Jake and Rude should have been special. Maybe Cheryl Roberts on the trunks and Jake with another colorful outfit. Not my land, senior, but had to ask. Wait, not my land, senior. Did what he does just that mean? Did he call Steve Ozer old? I don't know. I, I have no idea what that means. I don't know either. He just called him old, I think. Not my land, senior? senior? Hey, Alexa, what does not my land, senior mean? From senioradvice.com. Stop it. Alexa, stop. She, she's drunk, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know why I invite her to the show. Senior, senioradvice.com? Yeah. yeah. If it's trickling, that means you're getting old. Wear your depends to bed. I'm 49. Well, I already do that. It's not in a Urban Dictionary. I don't know. It's not my land senior. Well, if it's not in there. I don't know, man. It's nowhere. Steve said this line pays homage to the original LJN line, so the looks used in the figures will be straight-up vintage toy, pack and poster, or real gear the toy was inspired by. Any of the other gear you are wanting slash requesting could just appear elsewhere. Hmm. Okay, so now you see, really, they are going for authenticity to the LJN. Yeah. Well, that's they've got to keep it true to the LJN line. So now my question becomes, how do you dress someone up that just had like Ricky Steamboat? Let's just say, let's just throw Ricky Steamboat. He just had black tights on. Right. Black tights, black headband. You can, it could be a removable headband, but that doesn't make it an ultimate. No, it really doesn't. I mean, what what does make it an ultimate though is the packaging. At the end of it, it, it is the packaging. It's the presentation. Right, and it is a true love letter to LJN, so it's really geared towards us hardcores that love the LJN line. Unless, now this would be a deep dive, but they start going prototypes when Ricky was supposed to have the black and red tights. You could do that because that is within the realm of possibility within the world of LJN, right? It wouldn't be, oh, they never did that. Well, they did. They could do that. I mean, a a removable uh, tights that, or interchangeable tights that would be the black and red and then you remove them and it's the black tights underneath you could that's something you could do there but i'm just trying to think of like there are certain guys okay nikolai volkov removable shirt but how's that different from his elite legends except that he's an ultimate right but then you start to think about guys like ted dibiase it would be very similar to his entrance grate Correct. Right, where where his his suit was soft goods. Yep. Uh, Honky Tonk Man. They did him in his blue jumpsuit in the Retro Fest line, but that was what five years ago at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're probably due for another Honky Tonk Man. I would say a soft goods suit, DiBiase. Yes, we had a molded suit in the Legends line, 
but it's been a minute since we've had a soft goods suit. I mean, entrance grates was what, 2014? 2013? Somewhere in there. Maybe even 2012. Uh, dude, I think it's prior to that. Yeah, I mean, so it's been a long time since we've had that. I think that would actually make a great two-pack. They don't make much sense together, but you've got two guys in soft goods suits that are definitely ultimate worthy with DiBiase and Honky Tonk Man. I'm still hoping that they come out with the Heart Foundation together as one of the- 60% in favor of, 40% against, because the 60% of me is like, yes, they came in a tag team box in the LJN. It makes sense. Put them together, right? And obviously removable sunglasses. But with the tag teams that they're going to be doing in the Ultimates, man, you because I believe the Usos are already earmarked for that one. You'd almost want the Heart Foundation to be earmarked for that set. The tag team set. But it does make, like, you bring up a good point. It does make a lot of sense for them to be included because they were a tag team box set in LJN that they come together in the Coliseum collection. What about Coco Beware? That would be a good one. Oh, dude, Coco? Who'd you pair him up with? Ooh. Because he, he would come with Frankie. He has the jacket. He has the sunglasses. And the jacket would be soft goods. Yep. And they did have an elite set up for him at one point that was canceled. But my question is, is who do they pair him up with? Man. If they were to get the rights for Coco, though, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Because, like, who was his friends? Like, Hogan? Who was his big feud? Butch Reed? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, his WrestleMania matches. He didn't really have a tag team, a set tag team partner. Coco's best friend was Frankie. Oh, you know uh, what? Screw it. Just put Hacksaw, Hacksaw Duggan in with him. Okay, perfect. Put a two by four? Yep. Just throw a two by four in with them and you're good to go. Because really the value is in Coco Beware on that one. If and, you're looking for value in accessories. And if you think about it, Hacksaw has never been done in black trunks. Hmm. Doing the Rolodex, doing the Rolodex, <clears throat> not looking at wrestling figure database. Yeah, without looking at wrestling figure database. Black... Wait, no, his LGN was in black trunks, dude. No, no, I'm talking about uh, keeping it true to the Coliseum. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, okay. So, yes, you would do him in the black trunks, and then, yeah. Because, yeah, his, his Hasbro was blue trunks. Yeah. I think, yeah, his Legends figure originally was in blue trunks. I don't think Jack's Classic ever did a black trunk hacksaw. Because hacksaw didn't really wear black in the WWF, except Not when he first debuted. Yeah, in Mid-South in the UWF, he was black trunks. Ooh, Okay, Black Trunks Hacksaw because it hasn't really been done. Yep, there you go. Boom. Okay, boom. Okay, so that would be the next one. Coco Beware, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We're just the fantasy one. booking here. We are fantasy booking. I hope Mattel's <laughs> listening because this is money right here. Don't you have to get to Sacramento? At some point. But I want, <laughs> I want to get to the big one, and I know I've mentioned them several times. You want to get these collectors with perceived value? You give us an Andre the Giant in the next... The one after Coco and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The one after that, you give us an Andre. You've done the removable hair Andre before. Because Andre was in three versions in the LJN line. The original with the fro, the dumpster fire face. The second one with the short hair and the blue trunks. By the way, I'd like, I'd like to interject. Super 7 did not do that face. <laughs> okay, continue. It somehow is worse than the LJN dumpster fire face. How you managed. And then the last one was the black single. His heel Andre, essentially. WrestleMania 3 Andre. Correct. My idea, give us an Andre with short hair. Put him in blue trunks, blue boots. Then throw in a black singlet. And throw in the, the hair fro. 
Nah, you can't do that, dude. Because with the Ultimate Edition that's coming out in the series with Seth, that's too close, man. If you're going to do that with Andre, now granted there's no accessories you can put with him. Or actually you could do the removable fro. That's about it. But Okay, so you're saying leave the black singlet out and just do the removable fro, blue trunks, blue boots. Exactly. That's still value to me. That's still money. Yeah, exactly. I'm with that. Because uh, there haven't been a lot of Andres like that. Mm-hmm. in the blue so yep. i'd be 100 percent okay with that yep and who do you put him with you put him with hogan in the yellow hmm but, but how the, are you just not doing a defining moments over again the, well that's see that's the thing is you you go back to who's the ctm's question or hctp i don't know anyway well, because you've had the hogan ultimate you've had the hogan ultimate with the 85 title you've had so, the hogan defining moments with the 86 title correct so your rehash, you got to keep it true to LJN. So you got to have Hogan with white headband, belt, yellow trunks, red knee pads, and yellow boots. How's, okay. I, but again, I'm going to go back. How is that different from the Ultimate Edition that came out last year? So you either put, you, then you take Hogan out since we already had a Hogan in the first with Terry Funk. Okay. You take Hogan out. You put in either Bundy. Hmm. Because we haven't had a Bundy in a long time. Can you imagine the size of the box those guys are going to come yeah. into? That's two big-ass figures. I'm putting in parentheses, Bundy is, to our knowledge, not under a contract. Not yet. And or Bobby Heenan. Or Big John Studd. That would be good, but he had a Legends figure not too long ago. Okay, but if you put in the Ultimate, how cool would it be just to put in a bag of money? That would be awesome. But dude, I would way rather have a Bobby Heenan in his LJN look. Soft goods, blue sweater, black pants, I think. And, and with the thumbs cocked up too. The thumbs what? Uh, Okay. The thumbs up. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. That would be, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. And even because it even makes sense outside of Bobby managing Andre because Bobby Heenan was the biggest thorn in Andre's side when he was a face. So it makes sense all around. Um, I could kind of see that because he was managing Big John Stud, right? Yeah, WrestleMania 1, dude. WrestleMania 1. So. Snatched that WWF bag you were talking about right out of Andre's hands and hightailed it to the back. Good call. Good call. I love Bobby Heenan. All right. We have got the nostalgia segment up next. Are you ready? Can't wait. Let's go talk about it. Before we get into WWE Elite Series 78, what we want you guys to do is head on over to Wrestling Figure Database. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But for this week, what we want you guys to do is head on over there. Just look for the magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner and look for WWE Elite Series 78. And follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at Wrestling Figure Database dot com all right scott what you got for wwe elite series 78 yes sir mattel wwe elite series 78 consisted of drake maverick he was in a maverick 24 7 shirt and also came with a wanted poster accessory next up kofi kingston from the new day came with a smackdown title and pancake accessories matt riddle 
came with a white jacket and flip-flop accessories. R-Truth came with the 24-7 title. Randy Orton came with a Viper vest accessory. Naomi, and we want to credit Aaron Robert here from his Lumberjillville Wrestling Figures YouTube channel. We went over there and looked because we weren't sure if this thing glowed or not. We don't open our figures, so we were 100% unsure if it actually glowed. So, Naomi, regular version, black and green outfit, glow-in-the-dark SmackDown women's title, and a long green, neon green entrance robe. Variant, all green outfit. Now, according to Aaron Robert, the regular version, which he charged up, did not glow. However, the variant, the all green outfit, did glow. SmackDown title did glow. So, there you go. Glow-in-the-dark Naomi if you had the variant. And just to just to kind of add onto that, the strap of the women's title glowed, not the inner faceplate area where the WWE logo was. Right, just the just strap. the strap. And again, we want to credit Aaron Roberts from Lumberjillville on YouTube. Absolutely, last figure in the set, the great superstar Billy Graham came with a feather boa, tie dye shirt, sunglasses, and this was the best part, an extra head that was Billy Graham from the 70s. So you had two versions of Billy Graham here, one from his 80s run that was super short because he had the hip surgery when he became Morocco's manager, and the great superstar Graham from the 70s, heavyweight champion, super flamboyant. In my opinion, hands down, easy, best figure in this set. And Jeff, that rounds out Elite Series 78. How can you say that's the best figure in the set? Easily the best figure in the set, dude, because... Two versions of Billy Graham. And they're both perfect. Yeah, actually, I agree with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a pretty solid series. What I liked about Matt Riddle is it had the flip-flops that kicked off. Like, yes. kick-off flip-flop action. That's hard to say. If they ever do a Matt Riddle retro, he needs to have the legs that go out to the side and kick off his flip-flops. I do like what they were going for on the Naomi. I did hear people complaining that not all of them did glow so that was kind of a downer but i do like what they were going for and some of them did glow but anyways i do like what they were trying to execute on there yeah good series really top to bottom i thought every figure was good but that superstar billy graham to me figure of the set hands down all right let's get into the ebay prices let's start off with drake maverick the maverick 24 7 shirt Wanted poster last sold eBay listing was March 8th. Seller wanted $7.99, but accepted $7. (laughs) Wow. Dude, a fraction of retail. Kofi Kingston, SmackDown title with a plate of pancakes. I've never been a pancake fan. Really? Dude, I love pancakes. I mean, obviously, I love pancakes. I love waffles more than pancakes, which is kind of funny because isn't it almost the same batter? Uh, it is the same batter, yes. Yeah. I don't discriminate. I love them both. Oh, I'm anyways. happy. You tell me we're having pancakes, I'm happy. Tell me we're having waffles, I'm happy. Whenever I went to a WWE show and New Day came out with a plate of pancakes, like I was like, oh, I was, get the, don't throw that at me, please. <laughs> I hate pancakes. But if you're throwing waffles, now oh, we're dude, talking. A, yeah. All right. Now I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Last old eBay listing was February 20th for $30.35 on a buy it now, which is interesting. That seemed a little high. Wow. Yeah, so many Kofi figures out there, but that one got 30. 
Exactly. Matt Riddle, white jacket with the flip-flops. Last old eBay listing, February 23rd for $30 on a buy it now. Our truth with the 24-7 title. Last sold eBay listing was March 2nd for $29.69 on a buy it now. Randy Orton with the Viper vest. Last sold eBay listing was February 12th for $30 on a buy it now. Naomi was the variant. Regular black and green outfit. Glow in the dark Smackdown women's title and a long entrance robe. The variant all green outfit. Last sold eBay listing on the regular was March 8th for $38.99. The variant sold on March 2nd for $38 even. Oh, pretty close. Okay. Yeah. And last but not least, superstar Billy Graham. With the boa, tie-dye shirt, sunglasses, and the extra head was Billy from the 70s. Last sold eBay listing was March 4th for $30 on a buy it now. Seems low. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not like we have a huge amount of superstar Billy Graham figures out there. So I don't know, that just seems low to me, especially for such a good figure, too. When I do these eBay listings, you notice that the price for the figure is $30, but the shipping is like 12 So overall, you're paying like 42 yeah. bucks. Yeah, so that's true. It gets a little expensive going back and trying to collect these because you're thinking, you're, it's, you're thinking, oh, all right, you know, I'll get the Drake Maverick for 7 bucks, but the shipping is like 13 bucks, And you're like, ah, crap, I just and paid. And now you're at retail. Yeah. Yeah, you're at retail, so. Anyways, but if you want the figure, you got to go back and do what you got to do. Okay, there you go. All right, Scott, we do have a listener segment. What do you say we get into it? Let's go talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. Scott, our first question comes in from the great, the wonderful Double B Bevan Boychuk. Dear Masters of the Tune. <laughs> we have the power. I'm the master of KBW. Get out of here. Oh, dude. leave. Jiffy Jeff and Skitty Scotty. <laughs> as, long, as long as I'm not scat. <laughs> <laughs> this has probably been discussed at some point in the seven year history of the show, but what are some missed opportunities in the Hasbro line other than the orange card series? I think the beginning of the line and the end obviously have the most to work with, but my six-figure list is very 94-centric. Spark Plug Holly, British Bulldog with biker shorts and long, loose hair, the Quebecers, Jerry Lawler, Jim Neidhart in pink and black. And I think managers as a whole is a huge black hole in the line. Look forward to hearing what you guys say. Have a great week. Bevan Boychuk. Wow, thank you, Ben. That's a good question. Uh, managers is, that's the easy one for me. It's mm-hmm. definitely managers. Here's where I, I get a little confused. When did Hakushi come into the WWF? That was ninety late 94, early 95. Because I remember he was one of, the, him and Brett matches were one of the bright spots of 95. That fell outside of the Hasbro window technically, right? Correct. Okay, so Hakushi wouldn't count. I would say early on for me, I guess maybe they would have been gone at this point, but the Brainbusters, I I would have loved to have seen the Brainbusters included in Wave 1. I think we've talked about that before, I think. Um, man, it would have been great to have Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard in that. Just being able to have them in matches with the Rockers, uh, dream matches with the Legion of Doom, that would have been awesome. Um, Beverly Brothers, I think, is another one for me I would have loved to have had. Uh, but managers, if I could only have one, it would be 
give me any and all of the managers. Mr. Perfect in his black suit mm-hmm. would have been rad. I would have loved to have had that one. Uh, Bobby Heenan, obviously. So yeah, that for me, that's where Hasbro missed. I like his addition of Quebecers because I the Quebecers were so huge in the tag team scene that for sure I would I would love to have Quebecer figures, you know, because you could just get an updated Jacques and have Pierre with them, and that just makes, oh, dude, putting them in there against the Steiner brothers and yes, yeah, it would be amazing to have. One of the other things that I think that was a miss was belts. Oh, boom! Yes, hundred percent. The tag that I see. The heavyweight we got. Okay. Yeah, we got the, the winged wing, eagle. Yeah, we got the winged eagle, but I think the other belts were missed. Hell, even throw the women's title and make Medusa. But I can't remember it, yes. the time. I, I think she was 93. No, Medusa was like 93. Was she 93? Okay. Yeah, yeah. she would have fit right in. I think accessories for the ring, the cage. Yes. A scaffold. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> for the yeah, scaffold yeah. match they never had in the yes. WWF. I think accessories for the ring should have been hit. I mean, it's cool. You got the American flag, but you're not having many flag on a pole matches, you know? Right. Right. No, I agree with you hundred percent on belts, dude, because you could have done the IC belt with, well, I mean, even with the ring could have come with the heavyweight and the IC tag belts could have come with any one of the tag team sets they did. Those are the big misses in Hasbro. And I agree with you on the brain busters. It sucks. Brainbusters got there after LJN, and it's almost like they were exiting stage left as Hasbro started. So we, I think we have talked about that, but that's a big, big miss. Yeah, I think the Brainbusters were gone by Survivor Series 90. I think that was Arn Anderson's last appearance. So, I mean, obviously you're talking like right at the front of Hasbro. Um, so if you're not going to give me the Brainbusters, I think the biggest miss was the, the Beverly Brothers in terms of tag teams. Oh, yes. Beverly Brothers is another one that was missed. They would have made great looking figures too. Yeah. And they and the spiking people on their heads like they were notorious for doing. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Thank you, Bevan, for sending that in. Next question, Scott, comes in from, we'll just skip over Justin Summers and go right to Josh How Thompson. How dare you? Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back How with that bi-weekly you? question. This week, boys, I got a sports-based question. I'm, I want a sports-based question. I don't, I'm don't. i mad at Justin still. Wow. Justin, I don't condone any of this, my friend. You told me to. But between breaks, you're like, just go right to JT's question. That'd be hilarious. He knows you're lying. Still upset. This Stop coming upset. from the guy that throws KBW into a kennel with no water in that little cup that clips to the cage. No, he doesn't get any water at night. He turns into a gremlin. <laughs> Pees everywhere and becomes a furry little monster. He's got he's got depends on and turns into a furry monster. <laughs> That's quite a visual. A grown man in depends sitting inside of a kennel with no water in the little cup clipped to the cage, snacking on a leftover whopper. <laughs> what kind of operation are you running over there, dude? Chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we're gonna double back to Justin's question. Double back? Is that where you Take it. Hey, cut. easy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Easy. easy. <laughs> Hold on, J- Josh Thompson. I want to see what Josh Thompson's sports question is. I love sports. I like sports-based questions, yes. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here, back with that bi-weekly question. This, this week, boys, I got a sports-based question to ask you. Would you guys rather buy a personalized sports jersey or a jersey of someone who plays on your favorite team? 
I'm going to have to go personalize. No disrespect to the players out on the field, but some of them come and go on teams quickly. And I personally love the idea of being able to order a jersey with my name and number on it, looking just like the ones the players wear on the field. Uh, Personally, I have never done that unless I was playing hockey, which back in the day, obviously, you know, it was our name and number. But when I've bought jerseys of sports teams, it's if I've gotten name and number on the back, it's been a player on the team. But it has to be somebody that is either long tenured on the team to where if they change teams later, I don't really care because they had a good run with the team. For example, I have the New York Rangers Statue of Liberty Wayne Gretzky jersey. Yes. And Wayne Gretzky wasn't on the Rangers a super long time. But look, it's Gretzky, right? Uh, Let's see. Some other ones I have. uh, I'm going to get a Judge jersey. He just signed a long-term deal with the Yankees. I'm comfortable getting that. Uh, Mattingly played his entire career with the Yankees. I have a Mattingly jersey. But it wouldn't be a flash. Like, if I was an Oakland A's fan, I would go... (laughs) Just stop right there. Yeah, I would go retro. Like, I would get a Ricky Henderson or a Canseco or a McGuire, right? I would not get a current player because the A's have a horrible history of just flipping guys. And that's where the concern is, right? You don't want to get a jersey of a, a new player and then, boom, they get traded or whatever. So... It would have to be somebody that's been on the team for a long time that had a good run to where you don't mind wearing their jersey because, hey, okay, like a Nationals Bryce Harper jersey, right? You could wear that. He had a great run with the team. Right. So something like that, but it would never be my own name and number. It's one of those I like getting the retro guys that I grew up with. Retro, exactly, yes. The Will Clarks, the Patrick Waz, the... Thurman Thomas's, the Jim Kelly's. I love getting those retro jerseys because it's tough to get a new player because the second you get a new player, it's like, oh crap, they just got released because of salary cap reasons in NFL or... But what if they had a good run with the team? Like say Josh Allen, for example, plays nine years with the Bills. They decide to release him for salary cap reasons and he goes and he signs with like, I don't know, the Raiders or whatever, right? Like the Cardinals. Are you not going to buy a Josh Allen jersey because... He plays for a different team now, or do you buy the jersey because you respect what he did with the Bills for nine years? There is certain people that I will buy their jerseys now. Like, for for example, Josh Allen. I will get a Josh Allen jersey. Okay. But, because I feel safe that he's going to be there for a long tenure. He's one of those few that I will break my rule on. Uh, I did get a Fred Jackson jersey for Christmas one year former Buffalo oh, Bill running back yeah, running back right he's one of my favorite bills of all time so even though he went to Seattle to end his career he's still one of my favorite bills of all time so and he had a good run with your team so you don't mind that he bounced and yeah so I will break the rule for some people but I won't do it for all so like with the Giants I'm not gonna go out and get a Mitch Hanniger jersey oh right Right. So I, I, I'm not going to go out and get a, as of right now, I won't go out and get a Logan Webb jersey. Got it. So what you're saying is stick with the legends. Stick with the legends. And if there is that special person that you're willing to break that rule for, do that. And another good person to talk to jerseys about is Luis Rivera. Oh, 100%. He is the jersey guy. Yeah, he, yeah, the jersey guy, Luis Rivera. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the jersey jersey guy. Yeah, no, he is the expert when it comes to all that. If you have any questions, oh man, he is the dude. He's got quite a few to say the least. Uh, Putting it mildly, yes. 
All right, Scott, that rounds out the show. It does not. It absolutely does not. Justin Summers had a question. You can't hold grudges, dude. JT has sent in another question. Jeff? What? Justin Summers sent in a question, and he that man deserves an answer. Okay. Why did he choose Slam City? That's rude. It was pretty funny, actually. Pretty funny for who? Vinyl Aggression Festus. That was good. It drummed up a lot of conversations saying, Jeff, you got screwed. <laughs> it did not. That was it you did. talking in the mirror, like Vince McMahon <laughs> with the NWO speech. That was you talking in the mirror. You're like, Jeff, you got screwed, buddy. That's like scalpers pointing in the mirror going, you're not a scalper. <laughs> we'll look at it this way. Read Justin's question because last week I threw you three softballs to cushion your ego from taking a huge blow from Justin Summers' questions. Fine. I will read Justin Summers' question for the show. For the show. Actually, I'll play his audio. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers with my bi-weekly question. Okay, so some would say I did Jeff Dirty two weeks ago. Yeah, I, uh, I wanted to pick some nice obscure ones. I think the Ghostbusters Undertaker should have been kind of a sign that it was me. But I think... More than anything, the funny thing is why I picked the Vinyl Aggression Festus. I got the idea from, well, the game, the actual game that you guys are playing. I think at that time it was, you know, can you last a minute? Someone bringing up Off the Ropes Festus made me think of Vinyl Aggression, so yeah. But anyway, let's get into... My question for this week, and this comes with a little story I talked about Toy Hio two weeks ago. I got to go to Toy Hio. I got to work Toy Hio. On top of working Toy Hio, I didn't just get any regular job. I got to help Danhausen at his table. Danhausen and I go back when he first debuted in AIW. We kind of hit it off, and we we've had a like a good relationship since then. So. Got lucky to be put in this position, and it was it it fit. And I was someone that Danhausen trusted. Now Danhausen and his wife Lulu, they controlled all their money. They like if anybody paid them, they actually paid them, not me. I was there just helping out, taking pictures because sometimes you don't have somebody there with you to to take the picture with whatever wrestler, whatever person you're meeting. And I understand that frustration. It was a fun day. You know, I got my Danhausen figure signed. I bought the Frankenhausen micro brawler off of him. Got a couple things signed, like some 8x10s, and got a picture with me and my wife with him and his wife. So that leads me to this week's question where I ask you if you could pick one wrestler that is actively doing signings today. So basically it's got to be somebody outside of WWE and obviously, like I said, actively doing some signings. So like no John Cena or Batista, but wrestlers who are doing something, who, who would you like to help out be in that position all day of, you know, basically hanging out with them. I hung out with Dan Housen and his wife while they met fans. So what wrestler would you do what I did? All right, guys. That'll do it for me. I'll take my answer off the air, especially after the establishment of the Summer's Rule. Later. Summer's Rule is still in effect. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just can't let it go, dude. Did dirty. <laughs> Got done dirty. So wrestler that I would like to help out. You know what's funny is I would love to help out someone is that we can converse with while people are standing in line. Like we can do the picture thing. That'd be fine. But also someone I like to converse with about just talking about toys, toys of the eighties, talk about music. I don't know which wrestler that would be, but how cool would it be just to stand there and talk to a wrestler about eighties hair metal or talk about Hmm. toys of the eighties or just stuff like that. Or hell, even something about sports, you know, something outside of wrestling. Cause that seems like fun to me. Cause they get, I've said this a gazillion times. They get the same question over and over. Hey, I got a neck beard and I breathe through my mouth. (laughs) Don't you make fun of me. (laughs) Oh, sorry. KBW is right over there. (laughs) We sniffed that one out, didn't he? He did. He was like right in here. He jumped out of his, he broke out of his kennel. I hear you talking shit. (laughs) But like, how cool is it to be sit back, talk sports and uh, toys? you know, with someone like that, you know, that, that would be fun. Yeah. I don't know which wrestler that would be, but it would be fun to just do that. Cause that would make the day go by so much quicker. If you were in Justin's position like that. Okay. Well, I would pick Mick Foley. Why? Because that man can tell a story and I would want to hear all of them. Actually, Ooh. I've got one more. Okay. Go for it. Mick Foley only because we've told that story many times when we were doing that wrestler reunion and he was kind of holding court, telling stories. Yep. And you and I were just standing there like in awe, like, this is great. Like, I could listen to this all day. Uh, another one would be DDP. And I would love to talk to him more about Macho Man. That would be kind of cool to do. Oh, for sure. I would love to talk to him about, like, what it was like working with the NWO and, like, all the stuff that was happening backstage. Like, I would love to hear all those stories. But I would love to hear from Mick Foley, too. Like, any stories he wants to share. Like, I would just be there for it. So, Mick Foley and DDP. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't really want to bore the wrestlers with wrestling questions like that. I don't know. It just seems like they get that all day and every con and everything. It's like, got to go outside the box of something that they like. So music. But the way I looked at it is you're helping this person at their table. So it's not just you holding a conversation with them. You're listening to all the conversations they're having with people coming up to the table too. True. Very true. And in my experiences with both Mick Foley and DDP... Everybody that came up had an interesting conversation. So that would be, it would be more me just listening, I think. And hearing all the cool stuff that they had to say, like specifically DDP with Macho Man and Mick Foley with anything. Shoot, you know, Mick Foley could talk food. So I'm here for that too. Jim Ross and hear him tell Ric Flair stories. By God. Like when they were in the, with the stewardesses in the back of the limo and... (laughs) Ric Flair, you know? <laughs> right, and that helicopter that was flying around inside that airplane. Well, what did he say He, he after he took it out? And, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Jim Ross told this story at his at his show, so. Yeah, anyway. we should probably leave it right there. We should probably leave it right there, and that's where we will round out the show. We want everybody to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com over there. You can get the carded and loose prices of LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendems, and Defining Moments and Retros. Did I say Retro, Scott? Retros? Did you say Retros? I don't know if I said Retros. Did I say Retros? Hasbro's? LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, and Retros. Oh, I, did. I guess I didn't. Anyways. Oh, all right. Well, now you've you've safely covered Retros. Okay. 
Did you say retros? Yes, I said retros. <laughs> he was checking to see if I said retros. Slingshot him some food or something. No, he doesn't get fed. Anyways. <laughs> Poops on the rug. <laughs> also, let's go into our podcasting buddies. Let's start off with Breaker and Bane. They do a lot of different talk. They do toy talk, wrestling talk, movie talk, just talk in general. It's fun to listen to them banter back and forth over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also, a new show that Breaker's doing that I'm really enjoying called The Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross. This past week, they were talking about WWF Magazine, Scott. Oh, man. That was great, wasn't it? Oh, man. Every month you get that in the mailbox. Oh, they were telling the stories about WWF Magazine, and I was just thinking back to summer break and just waiting for that WWF Magazine to come in, and then you get it. And then by day three, after having it, you're ready for the next one because you've already read through the WWF magazine like four or five times. Yeah. So then you go back to the pile of magazines you've already got. Yep. And then you're just rereading all the old ones. Oh, dude, I used to love that. Yes. Check out Rumble Wheel. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So check out Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker and also check out Breaker's other side. He's Mr. Podcast, man. He is. A lot of irons in the podcasting fire. Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. Breaker's Mr. Podcast Mania. Yes, he is. Also check out Breaker's other side project with the great Travis Fowler, TB Toycast, where they talked about Spawn Series 1 this past week. Ooh, Spawn Series 1. A lot of memories with going to Toys R Us with you trying to find Spawn. All those damn variants they had. Ugh. Man, that was frustrating. Ugh, Scott. Ugh. Ugh. Yes. And actually, I believe Series 1 was on a clamshell, not the cardboard back. Cool. Yeah, right. You were way into it. I was not. At all. (laughs) Also, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Check out our good friends Seth, Sheena, and Marco over at the chick fil Show. We got Justin. I'm not Justin. Hey. Hey. We're moving on. It's We're moving pod- on. What's done is done. All right. Check you out three for three last week. You can, you can move on. Check out the wrestling cheers podcast with Justin. <laughs> the great Justin <laughs> Summers. Man. <laughs> Man. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that slam city. Man. <laughs> no, check out the wrestling cheers podcast with Justin Summers. Also check out RJ with ringside rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. Soda and Ethan are doing in the marbles pod talking about the NASCARs going around the track in the big left turn in the vroom vrooms, the vroom vrooms. And Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history? Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday was a tribute to the great, Late, great Lanny Poffo, leaping Lanny Poffo, the genius Lanny Poffo, whatever you knew him as. We do an episode about him. Nice tribute episode. Give it a listen. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts at. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate. But Jeff, the show we recorded last night, we weren't drunk. You guys weren't drunk? The medication I'm on for whatever this fungal fever is, I uh, can't drink. It, it conflicts with the medication, so I recorded the episode sober. And Eddie has COVID and was taking a medication, and he couldn't drink. And Adam doesn't drink. So actually, the show that dropped this past Friday was just wrestling history. <laughs> Wait, 
You guys talked about Lanny Poffo. Yes, we did. Did you guys talk about the talent that he has backstage? I didn't think it was going to come up. We made it all the way to the very end. And then Eddie dropped it in at the very end. Oh, of like, course are we going to talk uh, about this? And I'm like, dude. I mean, I, let's talk about the elephant trunk in the room. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. Yes, it got brought up. Of course it got brought up. The man of many talent. <laughs> It's so sad. The guy had a decent career in the ring, and that's what he's remembered for. <laughs> it's damn impressive. <laughs> it is. It is. It's quite a talent. Also, check. It's also not going to suck out. itself. Oh, no. Oh, you went there. It's a Steel Panther song. What? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Was it after Lanny Poffo? Hey, Alexa. Play Steel Panther. It's not going to suck itself. This is Steel Panther from Spotify. That's not it. Alexa, stop. I think Alexa's drunk. Nice try. Yeah, she's nice taking. Try. She's doing all the drinking for you guys. Yeah, right. She's <laughs> picking also, up the slack. Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Good to throw it out to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. If you need custom Hasbro figures, Jason is also your guy. The dude does amazing work. Artwork, custom Hasbros, you name it, he can do it. Hit him up on his social media accounts. It's Jason, W-U-L-F, the great Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right, Scott, we got to get you out of here. So for episode 372, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig license 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 372. Two hashtag fake life adios. Uh, yeah, fully holdable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.